0: A winning night in Montgomery as the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp break out the bats and win seven to four over the Montgomery Biscuits in Game Three of the series. Roger Hoover back with you at Riverwalk Stadium right now. Mark Olenave is just outside Jacksonville's dugout. He's standing by with our Player of the Game, Isan Diaz. All
1: right, thank you, Roger. I'm here with Isan Diaz and Isan. First of all, you guys, it's been a while since you won a game like this. How did it feel for you guys to put together the offense like you did tonight?
2: It's great, man. It's great to come out here and you know. Put some uh, some a crooked number on the board, and uh, you know just to kind of see everyone go up there and have great at bats and and uh, compete again and, and get a W. Always always great.
1: You've been in the leadoff role most of the season, but today you were put in the number three spot. Uh, did the staff say anything additional to you uh, in advance of the game?
2: No, not really. It was just uh, you know kind of come in and just see it on the board, and uh, you know nothing changes. Obviously, you know you just got to go up there have good at-bats, you know, good team at-bats, and, uh, and you know, just try to make thing, uh, things happen throughout the game.
1: And uh, early on, a couple of at-bats against a knuckleball pitcher. What made him uh, difficult in those at-bats that you ended up striking out?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, he had some pretty good movement, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, first time ever seeing a knuckleballer, so, uh, you know, it was something that I had to adjust to. Um, you know, but, you know, for the next time, you know, now we know, uh, you know, how he uh, how he goes about his business on the mound, and, and obviously we got Monte, who obviously... You know, he did pretty good well against him today, so we have uh, some pretty good feedback from, uh, you know, so it's good to see, obviously, someone do well off someone that's kind of, you know, difficult to hit.
1: You mentioned Monte. You've been his teammate uh, since even before you guys came to the Marlins organization, but uh, what kind of impact did he have tonight?
2: Oh, he had a big impact. You know, he started us off, uh, you know, with the bomb in the first inning, you know, which kind of set the tone there. Uh, you know, then he comes back, gets another hit, so, you know, uh, he, he he sets the mark. He sets the tone in the top of the order, and, you uh, you know, it's always good to see him, uh, you know, jump on those first pitches, you know, head into count, uh, you know, just kind of see him put the ball in play and, uh, and, and get on the bases. is always fun to see.
1: And then how did you uh, come off of those first couple at-bats and, and later be able to come through in, in situations? How do you kind of approach that with, with runners on base later in the game?
2: Yeah, I just try to do my best to put the ball in play and, uh, you know, uh, have a good quality A.B. You know, uh, team at-bats is the most important thing in this game and, you uh, you know you always got to take them one step at a time one one at bat at a time and you know if uh, it doesn't work you know then you go to the next AB. you know there's always uh you know you get always another chance to to come through and uh and happen tonight
1: you hit one uh, pretty far out of this uh, ballpark and you've hit a couple of, so far this season is that maybe one of the longest you've hit
2: um it has uh, maybe uh this year um you know which is always a good feeling um but it's always good to to you know just go up there and uh, and help the team and uh and, you know, just kind of put us, uh, put us ahead uh, a little bit more and, and kind of just make our, our pitchers feel a little bit more comfortable on the mound with, with a good lead so they can pitch comfortably. So, you know, that's, uh, that's always uh, an idea and always a goal for us to, to go out there, uh, have good at-bats, um, you know, help our pitchers out on defense and, uh, and just always communicate and, and just be there for one another.
1: Well, Eson, congratulations on the win. Great work tonight and uh, best of luck the rest of the series. Appreciate it. Thank you. Back upstairs to you, Roger.
0: Thank you, Marco. Thank you as well to Isan Diaz for joining us from the field as Jacksonville's a winner, 7-4, the final score, and Isan Diaz, a big reason why. Take a look back at the highlights from this game. Of course, yesterday, the Biscuits even the series with a 1-0 win, a game where Jacksonville's offense had some good moments, had nine hits, but just couldn't push a run across. Zach Lee had a complete game victory. Well, today, the Jumbo Shrimp showed in the first inning that going up against knuckleballer, J.D. Martin at the Jumbo Shrimp would be able to push some runs across the board in this ballgame, and it all started with the second man that came to the plate in the first inning, Jacksonville center fielder and Marlins top prospect, Monte Harrison. Next pitch. Swing, and here's a high fly ball. Deep in the air to left field. Bolt's moving back. He's to the track. He's to the wall. This one's gone. Monte Harrison with a solo homer to left has given Jacksonville an early lead. It's now 1-0 Jumbo Shrimp in the first. Monte Harrison's fifth home run for the Jumbo Shrimp and second in this series gave the Shrimp a 1-0 lead and a 1-0 lead would remain through the first two innings and then the Shrimp offense got back to work in the top of the third inning. Harrison got it going. He let off the inning with a single, later stole second base. He was in scoring position with one out and Cade got it to the plate. Got it, the right fielder for the Jumbo Shrimp, taking on his former team, the Montgomery Biscuits, and he has showed he has liked being back in Montgomery.
1: It's second, now the pitch. Breaking ball hit high in the air out to left field. Ryan Bolt going back to the track, leaps up, and it's over his head, off the wall. Harrison read it well, hustles around third. He scores, and Cade Gata heading for third base, slides in head first with an RBI triple. Now the Jumbo Shrimp have doubled the lead. It's
0: now 2-0. Marco Lanave on the call as Gata had the RBI triple to make it a 2-0 score. Next man up, Eric Teguilo had an infield RBI single that brought home Gata making it quickly 3-0 Jumbo Shrimp. So he we went to the bottom of the third inning with Jacksonville in front by a 3-0 score in Mirandi Gonzalez just back with Jacksonville's rotation after a stint in the Marlins bullpen. He worked through the first two innings but kind of labored a bit on the mound. He allowed a single in the first inning, also walked a batter, also gave up a base hit, walked a batter in the second inning, but ultimately two scoreless innings. He went through all of his warm-up tosses for the bottom of the third inning and just didn't feel right. He kind of stood there by himself on the mound for a moment. Randy Reddy, the manager, Cesar Roman, the athletic trainer, quickly came out, talked with Miranda, and then took him out of the ball game. So with that, the Jumbo Shrimp then went to the bullpen, and Colton Mahoney was called upon for some extended time on the mound. Mahoney... Able, was able to work his two innings in scoreless fashion for the Jumbo Shrimp, and Jacksonville kept adding on to the lead. Top of the fourth inning after Shales, Hill and Diaz started the inning with singles, loading the bases. Kyle Barrett's brought home Shales with a sacrifice fly. That grew Jacksonville's lead to 4-0, and then the Jumbo Shrimp in the sixth inning would further add to the lead thanks to Isan Diaz. He had been 0-2 with a walk against the knuckleballer Martinez, but going up against Roel Ramirez out of the bullpen, Diaz had success in the this was just the start of a big night for Isan Diaz. Bit of a shift on for Diaz to the right side. Here's a swing and a liner that'll beat the shift. And a straightaway center, it drops in for a hit. Barrett rounds third. He scores without a play. It's an RBI single by Isan Diaz that grows Jacksonville's lead to 5-0 in the sixth inning. 5-0 in that point, And I mentioned the bullpen would have to do some extended work tonight with... The Jacksonville starter, Miranda Gonzalez, lifted after two innings with injury. Mahoney went two innings in fine fashion, and then the bullpen once again went back to another pitcher who has been a starter in his career, Chris Mazza. He came on, and he worked a scoreless fifth and sixth. He came back out for the seventh inning, and that's where the Biscuits would score their first run with the first man on the plate in that inning, the designated hitter for Montgomery, Michael Russell.
1: Bottom of the seventh, Michael Russell swings and hits the first pitch deep down the left field line, and this one is gone. Chris Mazza to Michael Russell, a connection down the left field line for a solo homer for Russell, his second of the year, and the Biscuits on the board in the bottom of the seventh, trailing the Jumbo Shrimp 5-1.
0: Even after that, Mazza would allow two more hits in the inning, and the Biscuits would eventually strand two men on base, but he was able to get through that bottom of the seventh, only allowing the run on the home run. So it was a 5-1 game as we went to the eighth inning, and Monte Harrison got on base thanks to a fielding error, a throwing error by the third baseman Michael Brasso, and then on a pickoff attempt with Isan Diaz at the plate, Pickoff attempt by Kyle Bird, the lefty reliever, had that sail over first base and even go into the crowd, so Monte Harrison took second base. That meant he was in scoring position for the next man to the plate, Isan Diaz. I mentioned before, his RBI single in the sixth inning was just the start of a big night at the plate for Isan Diaz, and here's why he was our player of the game. Look back at second, now Bird with a 2-1. Swing, and here's a high drive. Deep in the air to right. No doubt about this one, this is God. Isan Diaz with a towering home run to right field has broken an open in the eighth. Now Jacksonville's in front seven to one. Huge home run for Isan Diaz, very similar to the long homer he hit at the baseball grounds last week against the Smokies. That went over the bleachers and over everything. This one went beyond the trees, beyond the American flag, out beyond right field, nearly to the Earthlink building. That's well beyond the right field fence. So a towering home run. We were told by the Biscuits broadcaster, Chris Adams, while it's one of the longest homers he's seen hit to right field since some guy named Kyle Schwarber hit a long bomb like that with the Tennessee Smokies. And obviously, Schwarber has gone on to major league success with Chicago Cubs. Well, that was a big two-run homer because at that point, Jacksonville had a 7-1 to lead. I mentioned Jacksonville was really able to break it open. Jumbo Shrimp went back to the bullpen for the bottom of the eighth, and it was Jeff Kinley, the left-year reliever, who's mostly been... Pitching in high leverage situations, he has a 1.23 ERA and sometimes relievers who are brought in more of a lopsided game, whether it's ahead or behind, sometimes aren't as sharp as they normally are. And that may have been the case for Jeff Kinley. He gave up a leadoff double to Nathan Lucas, a wild pitch moved in the third and a wild pitch by Kinley brought him home to make it at that point a 7-2 game. Kenley was able to get out of the eighth inning without any further damage done, and then in the ninth, he walked back-to-back back batters Bolt and Brasso with one out. After a flyout, there was there were two gone in the inning. Lucas was finally retired by Kinley, a flyout to right field, so there were two gone, and Mac James was the last chance for the Biscuits to do some damage at the plate, and he would do some damage. He collected a two-run double into the right center field gap, bringing home Bolt and Brasso to make it a 7-4 game. With that, Kinley was taken out. Marcus Crescentini was brought into the ballgame to face Thomas Malone, and Crescentini would do his job as Jacksonville hanged on for the win. And the 2-1. Swing and a bouncing ball right to second. Isan Diaz has it. Throws to first, and this ball game is over. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp win their second game in this series against the Biscuits, and tonight's final score from Montgomery, the Jumbo Shrimp 7 and the Biscuits 4. 7-4 the final as Marcus Crescentini sets down the only batter he faces, and Jacksonville wins 7-4. With the victory, the Jumbo Shrimp improved to 15-22, and and the Biscuits are now 15-23. Again, these are two last-place teams that are playing this week in Montgomery. Look at the final box score. Jacksonville had seven runs on 16 hits, one error. Also, the Shrimp left 11 men on base. Jacksonville was 5-13, for batting with runners in scoring position. Meanwhile, for the Biscuits, four runs, 10 hits, two errors. The Biscuits left 14 men on base in the game, and they had a tough time with situational hitting only one for 13, batting with runners in scoring position. The winning pitcher was Colton Mahoney, first man out of the bullpen after the injury to Miranda Gonzalez. He worked two innings in scoreless fashion. He's now 2-2. Two two. The loss went to J.D. Martin, the starter for the Biscuits. The knuckleballer, six losses in his nine starts. He's now 1-6 this season. And Marcus Crescentini, facing just one batter, he retired Malone to end the ballgame. He picks up his third save of the year, which is a team high time of the ball game, three hours and 11 minutes. Interesting to note, this is the first time in 16 games that Jacksonville has played a game over three hours and it was seen in front of 1,919 fans here in Montgomery. So the Shrimp now have an opportunity to earn a series win with a victory either tomorrow or on Wednesday. Tomorrow night, it will be right-hander Cody Petit on the mound against Edouard Lopez of the Biscuits. Game time, 7.35 p.m. Our coverage on the radio starts at 7.20 p.m. with our pregame show, Shrimp on Deck featuring part two of my conversation with yesterday's starter pablo lopez then wednesday 10 35 a.m local time start 11 35 a.m for all of you back on the first coast it's duval day max duval will take the mound for jacksonville and then after that it's the jumbo shrimp back at home starting on thursday night a six game and five day series against the mobile bay bears to get tickets all you have to do is call 358-2846 or go online to jackshrimp.com Big thank you to the Montgomery Biscuits for their hospitality once again in Montgomery, especially to their radio broadcaster and head of media relations, Chris Adams-Wall. Thanks as well to our producer, Jeannie Vertarisi, doing a fine job back at our studios, and to my partner in the booth, Mark Lanavi. He has just returned from downstairs in the Jacksonville Clubhouse. You'll want to stay tuned to our post-game show shrimp wrap because he just spoke with manager Randy Reddy. We hope to have the latest on the situation with Mirandy Gonzalez who had to leave his start after two innings of work after he just returned to Jacksonville from the Miami Marlins bullpen, but we should have more on that coming up in just a few moments. For everybody with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Jumbo Shrimp Network, this is Roger Hoover saying thank you for listening to Jumbo Shrimp Baseball as part of your Monday night. Again, a final score, the Jumbo Shrimp, a winner tonight in Montgomery 7-4 over the Biscuits. Until tomorrow, have a safe rest of your Monday and So long, everyone.